Good morning, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful day. We're dedicating this class, our brothers and sisters, the Holy Land, especially those on the front line. And may all the injuries have a full and speedy recovery, and may all the hostages return home safely. So we continue. We left off third chapter in Babakama, page 28a, Tashma. Uh, Fifth line from the top. So we, yesterday we learned an argument in Abihudan of Nachman, whether a person could take matters in his own hand, and uh, if he's if he's in the right, if he's in the right, right. Abihudan says no, he has to go to court. There's no argument, of course, if he's if he's stopping him from damaging him and hurting him and harming him. Of course, he can. But we're talking about it's not immediately. He's not so. Could, does he have to take him to court, or he can take matters in his own hand? Rabbi Huda says no, Rabbi Nachman says yes. Toshma, bring your proof that a person is allowed to take law, law in his own hand. We learn, if one ox climbs, one ox that belongs to one person climbs, and the ox that belongs to another person, and he wants to kill him. And the owner of the ox that's in danger. He wants to save his ox, so he pushes the other ox. No, no, he moves. I'm saying he pulls. He pulls his ox away from the other ox. And yeah, so the lower ox, the lower ox, he pulls it away, and then the one on top falls into the floor and then dies. Not So he's exempt. So my love, surely. So that's the price. My love, surely. We're talking about the mood. We're talking about. With the axe on top as a mu'ed, he's already a uh, habitual gorer. He's a habitual gorer. He's already done it three times before. And the lack of seda, well, there's nothing wrong. I mean, nothing, he's not going to lose anything if, the, if he goes ahead and kills the axe. And he can haul him to court and, and then he'll get fully compensated. And yet, here the Braise says he can take the law in his own hands. He doesn't have to take him to court. No. Talking about the top, they keep saying we're talking about the Bryce is talking about a case. I can tell you the Bryce is talking about a case with the one on top. It's it's not a habitual gorus the first three times, so you're only going to pay half of the damage. So therefore, of course, he's he's going to lose out. He can't just sit passively and wait till he does damage and you know, hold him to court. He's, he has to protect himself. He'll only get a half. Like that's the case. Aim is safer. How do you explain the end of that Bryce? The Umais, what if he pushes, instead of schlepping out his axe, that's beneath, saving his axe, he pushes the axe that climbed on top of his axe and pushes it off his axe, and then he fell and died. Umais, uh, Then he's liable. But if he's talking about a tam, he had a right to push him off. Because otherwise it's irretrievable damage. It's going to cause irretrievable damage. If he goes to court, the court will only be able to get 50% of his damage. So therefore, he has a right to save his axe and push off the other axe. He should, he should be exempt. He might answer, because he had another option. He could have pulled his axe away from the other axe without pushing the other axe. And he would have saved him. He chose this, he chose this way. He chose this way, and therefore, it, it, it's, it's, his, it's his fault. He has to pay for the damage. 
even though it was a tam, he had a right to save his axe, but he had a better way of saving his axe without, without killing the other axe. So if he pulls his axe and the axe dies, there's nothing he can do. That's the only option. But by pulling his axe, but by, by, by pushing the other axe and the axe dies, the other one's axe, then he's responsible. Toshma, bring your proof. We learned the price. What if someone fills, without permission, trespasses, and fills the yard or the courtyard of his, of his friend with uh, barrels and barrels of, uh, of wine or, and, and, and oil? So the owner of the courtyard can go about his business, and if he breaks it, he breaks it. And also, I mean, you're blocking my entrance. It's my it's my courtyard, and you place you put block my entrance. I don't, I'm just gonna go, and if I break, it breaks. So you see, a person's allowed to take the law in his own hands. He doesn't have to go to the court and force him to remove the barrels. No, he just goes and breaks it. What answers? I'm You can't bring a proof from here. So we're talking about the intent of the Braise is that he breaks <coughs> he breaks the barrels and he goes to the Bezdin to demand and Meshaber V'nichnas L'Havitz He's He's not allowed to just go about his business and break the barrels. He's allowed to go if the only way to get to the Bezdin. He, he has to go to the court. He can't take matters in his own hand. But the only way to get to the court is the barrels in the way. So of course he's allowed to break the barrels to get to the court. Or he has to bring proof that he, it's his courtyard. He has to bring the deeds. So he has to go back to his house but there's barrels in the way. So if, if he has no choice. Yeah. yeah. Even if he breaks the barrels. But just to, just to break his barrels, go about his business? No. He can't take the law in his own hand. Touch, I'll bring you another proof that a person is allowed to take the law in his own hand. We learn a Jewish slave. After he works six years, but he, he likes it with his master. He wants to stay with his master. So he drills his ear and he stays until the Jubilee. So what if a Nirza The Jubilee arrived. Now he has to return home. But he doesn't want, he wants to stay. And his master is pushing him. Get out of my house. Enough already. 50 years. <laughs> Enough. And the master makes a wound. Wounds the Jewish slave. He's exempt. How do we know he's exempt? So the rabbis expound. Is speaking about you're not allowed to take kaifer an atonement, a substitute for someone who killed someone unintentionally, and he has to go to a city of refuge, he has to go into exile. So you're not allowed to take any money. But the rabbis expounded that the Pasuk also means don't take kaifer lashrav. Someone, it comes time for a person to come back to his family, the, the Jewish slave. 
and the time is up. It reached the Jubilee, whose ear was pierced. The Jubilee has to go back. So if the master hurts him, he doesn't have to pay anything. There's no, there's no penalty. He doesn't have to pay for his damage. So you see clearly, he can take, he can take the law in his own hand. Answers, you know, we're talking about. And by the way, when he says, when he says, uh, a slave, a slave that reached the jubilee, he's just giving an example. Because why else would this master want to get rid of him? If he's a slave, he can use him. But if for whatever reason the master wants to get rid of him earlier, he can do that. In other words, if he's sending him off, if he's if it's if he's sending him away from his house. Um, if someone wants to go back to his house or he's sending him to the house, he's allowed to allowed to push him out. And even if he hurts him, he doesn't have to pay any damages. So we see he can take the law in his own hand. But it says, says you know, we're talking about we're talking about that there's damage. He's a thief. He's a thief, so he has to get rid of him he has to get rid of him with the quicker the better. If he if he stays in the house, he's gonna cause him damage. The mother says, the mother asks, still now he didn't steal. Fifty years later, the Jubilee, all of a sudden he becomes he's turning into a thief. The mother answers, yeah, because I didn't until now I'm the Till now he was a slave, so he, he was afraid of the master. But now that he's free, he's a Jubilee, he's no longer afraid. And now the master's worried he's gonna steal from him. That's why he has a right to push him out to protect himself. Another answer, he says, We're talking about the case where the master had a Canaanite, non-Jewish maiden. And she, he's allowed to give her to, uh, to sleep with the uh, Jewish slave. So the children, the children will, uh, you know, give birth to slaves. Now he's only allowed to be with her, with a with a maiden, with a with a non-Jewish uh, maid, only as long as he's a slave. But now that it's Jubilee, and he's free, he's no longer allowed. That's why he's kicking him out of his house. He doesn't want him to sin. Now he has no permission to be with a with a Canaanite, with a non-Jewish maid. So he doesn't want her to be intimate with her. They've been together maybe for decades, but now he has to make sure to kick him out of the house. Till now he was allowed to. So he's trying to protect him. He's not saving his money. He's protecting him from a prohibition. Here you don't wait to go to court. Here you're saving the Jew from a prohibition. So you kick him out of the house. I don't want you to, to actually do something immoral. Toshma, I'll bring you a proof. Now he's bringing a proof that you're not allowed to take the law in your own hand. We learn, we learn in our Mishnah, so one leaves his barrel. He leaves his, his, his jar, his jug, in the, the, in the street, in the public domain. Someone trips and falls and breaks it. He's exempt. Time, but the reason why he's exempt because he fell. But what if he breaks it intentionally? Even, even if he's allowed to do it, 
let's say he plays barrel, he placed his drugs all over the court, the, the street. So in order for him to, to move, he has to, he has to, he has to step in it or break it to get through. But he has no right. He has to go to the court. No one gives him a right to go. Go to the court and have, for, have the court force him to remove it. But you have no right to go break it, even though you're in the right. So this proves, this proves like Rabbi Yehuda, you're not allowed to take the law in your own hand. But answers no. Really, even if he breaks it, this is the only reason the Mishnah says if he trip, trips and he breaks it is because he wants to conclude the second half. I think about the Mishnah safer, and in his if he gets hurt, the owner of the drug. Is responsible for his damage. So Dafka it's only in a case if he if he, if he trips. If he breaks it, even if he has a right to break it, really, I'll tell you, Rav Nachman is right. You have a right to break it. But if he breaks it, he has a right to break it. He breaks it intentionally, and then he hurts himself. Loy, then the, the, he can't hold the owner of the drug responsible to pay for his damage. You hurt yourself. <laughs> You broke the barrel with your hand and you splintered your hand. And it's, it's not my problem, it's your problem. Toshma bring your proof. Another proof that Rabbi Yehuda, you're not allowed to take the law in your own hand. We learned the It says, if the woman grabs a hold of a person's private parts and she embarrasses him, so you cut off her, you cut off her hand. And the rabbis say it doesn't mean literally cut off a hand. It means mummy. In other words, he has to pay the, the money. The, he has to pay for his embarrassment. My love, surely the price is talking about Yeah, yeah. Right, the payment. We're talking about a case. She can't save the person, her, hus- her husband got in the fight. The Pasuk is saying, the husband is fighting with someone else. So the wife, she was rescue, but she's not really rescuing, but she just grabs his private parts. She embarrasses him. In other words, she had no other way to save him. She had no other way to stop him. Nevertheless, even though she had no other way, since she embarrassed him, therefore she has to pay. So you see, a person can't take the law in your own hand. She had no other option. And you can't take the law in your own hand. He must say, look, really, I'll tell you, she I don't. Really, we're talking about a case. But she did have other options. Without shaming him. She could have stopped him without embarrassing him. So therefore, she's not taking the law in her own hand. She had no right to embarrass him. Therefore, according to everyone, even according to Rav Nachman, who says, you're allowed to take the law in your own hand. But in this case, the Torah says she has to pay because she had an option. She could have stopped him. She could, right? she could, have, she could have stopped him with another thing. You're telling me, according to Rav Nachman, what if she couldn't save him any other way? Then she doesn't have to pay the... the uh, doesn't have to pay. Yachi, if that's the case, Adetani is safer. Why does he conclude over there? The second half. He says, 
that if she sends her hen versus only if the wife like embarrasses but let's say the agent of the bezin of the court who embarrasses you you're exempt he's exempt from payment because he's working under the cloud of the court under the jurisdiction of the court the permission of the court so so leaf legislation teaches even something even more novel what he should have said that the woman even in the case of the woman not all cases that she pay for the for the embarrassment for the shame only when do you say she pays for the embarrassment if she had an option she could have saved him through another way there was no other option the only way to stop him is right grabbing him in his private parts then then she's exempt so the mother says this is exactly what the Braise means only if she had no other option if she had another option if she didn't have any other option it says if it says if she's an agent of the Bezdin of Tudor then she's exempt okay Toshma I'll bring you another proof to Rabbi Huda bring you another proof that a person cannot take matters in his own hand if the public domain passed through his field not love not love not so he took he he took this this road for himself in other words he claimed it back and he gave him a, another another path so he could, he can't take away once the once the public uses it, establishes it as a path to the public. He can't take it away from you. All you've done is you've added another path for the public. So so, Amrit, if you're going to say you don't if you can hold that a person has a right to take a law in his own hand, link it positive, let him take a stick. Sit on the on the path in the old path, and whoever walks there is going to beat them up. In other words, he th- we thought well, the mother thinks the reason why why do you say if he gives them another path, an alternative path, he has to also keep the first path for the public, because since they're used to going there, you can't hold them all to court. You can't you can't uh, you can't. It's the public. It's open to the whole public. Who are you going to take to court? You're going to. Take the whole city and everyone that's passing through the court. That's not possible. But that's only a problem if you have to take it to, to the court. But if you can take matters in your own hand, you can stand there with a stick and say, no trespassing. It's private property. I don't give you permission to that. If you, if you do, I'm going to beat you up. So wait, if he gives a new hand. The real reason is... Really, I'll tell you, you could take matters in your own hand. Like Here, the reason why the public gets to use both roads, because so we're worried. Now, the, originally, they had a good path. Now he's going to give them, a, you know, something not as good, not as a, a quality path, a crooked path. A long path, and a crooked path. So therefore, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of law. He's gonna, the community is going to lose. So the rabbi said, even if he's giving him a straight path, even if he's giving him a shortcut and a straight path, and just as good as the other path, the rabbi made a decree. No change. If you do change, 
they get, end up getting two paths instead of one. The mission is talking about he gave them a crooked way. If he gave them a straight way, then it's no problem. Another answer, yeah, giving them a side path is already a crooked path. This was a shortcut, it was right in the middle of the field. <laughs> this is on the side, at the edge of the field. It's a shortcut in the Because now it's on one side, so maybe it's close to this one, but for the other one, it's all the way on the other side. Here's in the middle, it's good for everyone. The middle path. This was a shortcut to the shore. That's why yeah. the middle path was the best one. <laughs> right. If that's the case, according to these three answers, I might shalloy loyigir. So why why shalloy loyigir? According to this, why do they keep both paths? Okay, keep the original path. Why should they also keep the new path? You're saying the new path is crooked. Why should they keep the crooked path? <laughs> He should say to them, keep yours, give me back my path. A path that the community already established as their path, they're not allowed to ta- remove it. So since they already started going in the new path that he gave them, they started going already. So you can't take it back. You can't. Uh, you can't say give it back. Bring you another proof that I that a person can't take the law in his own hands. So all of the field leaves the edge of the field. It's only for the poor. But these are one side. It's one edge is one side. The poor people came and helped themselves from the other edge of the field. So the law says that was a pay.
usually when you acquire something that's all religious, you exempt from all these things to the court. But since you reacquired it, you're liable. You have to use your heart. You do have to give it to the court. But nevertheless, a puppet of Meister is exempted. Even such a hefker that you yourself reacquired is exempted. So to be here, also, even though he set aside on one side of it, poor people came and helped themselves on the other side. And now the other side he gets to keep for himself. He took away the poor people and doesn't have to give it to them. Nevertheless, since he designated as Taya initially, and he made it over with, he's exempt from Meister. Uh, so next they learn after the Pasuk, the Hexer Tazin, you have to leave it to the poor, even though you made it over with, but since in the case where you reacquired it, but that extra word is only by the gifts of the poor, not by Meister. Meister is over with, you made it over with, they can be exempt from Taya.
that's doing damage. So he acts as damage. You have to pay for damages, not only to a person, to a, to a vessel also. So that's what he says. If the, if the garments of the vessel are damaged, then you have to pay. But for the person, you don't have to pay because it's the earth. You fell upon the earth. Shmuel argues, and he says, no.
similar to that as well. Is Bye. 
for a person, but for, for the damages of a Kaili, you are liable to be therefore, yes, you know, see that with your side.
table if anyone slips in the pieces. Why?
Shabbat. So therefore, we have to explain the Mishnah differently. If we continue,